Education is the key to success in life. So goes the old adage, every teacher's advice and parents' scolding of their child as they invest all they earn into taking their children to the best schools they possibly can afford. In Zimbabwe, however, this has become a pipe dream as tens of thousands of graduates leaving tertiary institutions annually are increasingly finding it difficult to get formal employment, especially in the fields in which they studied. Good evening. Welcome to Spotlight, a program where we focus on a topic of interest in our communities, cities, or country at large. My name is Busibebe, and this program is brought to you by Amakosigazi Media Network. Zimbabwe, touted as having the most literate citizens in Africa, produces approximately 30,000 university graduates annually, according to the country's Ministry of Higher and Tertiary Education statistics. All these have to be absorbed into the job market, already struggling at over 90% formal unemployment levels. Due to over two decades of decline in Zimbabwe's economy, a majority of its graduates cannot be absorbed into this local formal job market. Many have resorted to doing any menial jobs like selling airtime, secondhand clothes, and cross-border trading in order to survive. My name is Natasha Swandam. I was doing social work at MSU. I graduated in 2018. Right now, I'm selling clothes. You know, I'm selling clothes. I'm working at a flea market in in town, actually. The reason why I'm doing this, even though I have a degree, you know, I'm a graduate, is because there are no jobs in Zimbabwe. Employment is scarce. You see, I've been throwing my CVs here and there, every place available, you know, but I'm not getting anything. I tried, I tried, I tried every corner, but nothing is going well. I'm not getting any job. It's either I'm too qualified, you know, and the competition is stiff. It's very stiff due to them, to how, like, to the population in in the social work field. I have a, I have a child, I have a daughter, and. I'm also trying to fend for her and my family. My mother had to lose, to use her, her last cents to send me back to school. I'm really grateful, but I wish I could have done something with that man, you know, opened a tuck shop or something, because my degrees of, is not of any use. Um, it's, it's lying there. We could even use it to, 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 to light up the fire. Yeah. Natasha is one of thousands of jobless graduates that have had to look for menial jobs to survive despite having a university degree. The situation is so bad that even those in prestigious fields like engineering that many parents would encourage their children to venture into are also struggling. Hi, I'm especially Kumalo. I'm from Bulawayo. Um, I graduated from NAST in 2020, doing electric engineering. Um, I've been in and out of jobs, um, but um, 
yeah, it's just been difficult finding a, a stable position at, at a workplace. Um, I was uh, doing my attachment um, last year, and uh, at the place where I was working, the conditions were quite rough. Um, and especially considering that uh, you don't get paid and you're expected to um, find transport to the workplace and when you don't you get into trouble and so it was very stressful for me um, especially considering Uti, Kaya's um, and I am one of two breadwinners in the house so um, I then decided to just look for something on the side to do and luckily I found some connections who helped me, you know, to build um, a small business in here of uh, fixing computers and selling antiviruses and, you know, just approaching Amanyama and my corporates in computers. Some graduates have tried everything from informal mining, working for the Zimbabwe United Passenger Commuter Omnibus Zubco, to washing cars at township car parks, like Linton Lilo, a 2015 psychology graduate from the Midland State University, MSU, who is almost giving up on Zimbabwe. My name is Linton Lilo. I'm an A graduate from MSU. Uh, I graduated 2015. I did psychology day. So after graduation, I thought I was going to get like a good job and a nice company. So I went around, push my CV, I mean, I'm waiting to my application so that I could get some work. But with no avail, uh, my employers were like very, very full of empty promises. I thought they were going to call me. I thought they were going to contact me back, but with very little with very little time they didn't and i i thought of doing something to keep myself occupied that's when my friend a friend of mine introduced me to small scale mining i tried doing it in ngamba was got in i went to Imadopo, tried my luck there and i just found out uh, that that thing was very dangerous for people I, so i came back tried it was it was not as easy as it was because in situation my mom was now retired she needed someone to help her financially so I was trying to make ends meet and put things on the table which and then I just let that thing go because of uh, the long working schedules and not being paid on time everything summer some deals at town and it was it was not as as easy though but I, I tried pulling up my weight putting on some some good uh, some some good things for 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 my family uh, it was okay but 
eventually the police were not as happy as they as they were as they were seeing us trying to make money they were always arresting us and i just let it go I came back to my hood tried to make money right now i'll be i'll be at the car trying to work on cleaning cars work on polishing cars and doing some deals with some of these people because it's always busy that's where i found my opportunities at those so my point is uh, it's not as rosy as it is after graduation this economy as ceo is not as as open as it should be not many opportunities are available for for people after they graduate Memoris Vanda is a Lupane State University Development Studies graduate who has resorted to selling snacks to school children. Nina yu Memoris Vanda, nishala ekautrei paiki, nga graduate ngo 2018 Lupane State University, nisenzai development studies. From there, nga tinga msevenzi, kuma potential companies, Nausuela injigala palalapa amasi visami, nausuelum sevenzi. From there, nasen kala gutenza msiga amatamatisi, amachikis, amasuitsi, konke njoutanonga bantuana msiga wam ngaubega etuzanele skolo, mkitiga primal skolo. Luguting time elabantuana gubaba tenge, uguting pile, lemuluam, lemuliam, sin sengin namtuana, sengi labantuana. Laming is a mela in Muliamuti Pilegan Nono. Jalo in your tennis are footy is mining your hamba, Malanga Chieneo, in setting his eyes and days Chieneo. Go to a corner, Alice mines a corner, Satan, Alice and Tesinzi, Magacolo, go to a Cesar, Magutis Vigele, go to a high Agulago Vigelega, Cesar, my civil services is a me in Pilo, go to a Satan, a lobo Pongo gusela gala kumsebenza gulante singa yenza sekani selas kambas figana lesungozes chieneyo jowa inda oyakona inda olengozika kulu kuto sekani selanjaros kamba singe lagu tisinga tini imalai ko imsebenza iko shua siza pilanjane zumba peli zinlagiti eli elobushungo obungaga. Asiko nukuti skrinabantu wa vetu, ngenwa kusula kala kwa msevenzi, setatis mali zabati dalasi zposele zikolos funde skaitreche koti msevenzi gaitola kali. Aba zaliba kalu tasiba sapoti, koti wabona wa sapoti, aba spatalela mafizi, baluza lukula lukiana, inritena kulantesi aba itola wikiti. The challenge of jobs in Zimbabwe is multifaceted, says communication specialist and strategist who is a former lecturer of over a decade and a careers guidance mentor, Tandong Gomo. Universities uh, in Zimbabwe have been organized in a manner that uh, should ideally allow them to produce graduates that uh, fit into the job market, in particular graduates who are thought leaders who are influencing uh, innovation and uh, you know development in industry. And so when you think about skills that are coming out of universities, we need to be really thinking about those kinds of skills, leadership skills, entrepreneurial skills, innovation skills, 
um, you know, um, uh, science skills, really skills that need to to facilitate, uh, you know, greater performance of industries. Um, so our university is actually teaching those skills. I think it's um, it's it's a mixed bag, really. I think um, you know the courses that are being taught at Zimbabwean universities, some are really relevant to to the needs of industry. Um, they are really relevant to the changing times, you know, the the times that we are we are living in. Um, and the relevant um, skills really should translate into into job opportunities. Um, they should translate into into innovation, you know. And so, for me, when you say other uh, universities teaching the relevant skills, I think the best way of measuring the relevance of the skills is to look at the amount of innovation, the amount of uh, entrepreneurship um you know that is arising out of the application of those skills um so at the same time probably uh we have those kinds of um degree programs that may not to be appearing to be relevant gomo contends that some universities lack skilled personnel with the latest knowledge and access to the most modern resources as well beyond just asking the question of whether universities are teaching relevant skills, I think we need to also problematize uh, and say, are universities able to teach the relevant skills? And I think that's where there's a challenge uh, because of the flight in, um, you know, in the flight in uh, qualified staff to, to teach is definitely an, a challenge because universities may have the relevant uh, programs, they may have the relevant courses, but may not actually have the right uh, teaching staff to ensure that uh, those courses deliver the skills. He also points to the quality of students being produced by high schools and the impact this has on the student that the university eventually has to panel beat into a skilled worker? Uh, probably another dimension to look at it um, is to ask whether universities are getting the right kind of um, students because uh, over the years what we have seen as uh, what I've seen working in a university is that the quality of students has deteriorated um, because of um, the poor teaching standards in high schools. What we have seen um, over the years has been the rise of a graduate um, who, uh, that, uh, who has lacked the, the tenacity to, to really perform as a student of higher education. So a lot of the students that I've seen getting into universities have been students who needed more time at high school. And as a result, uh, you, you, you have found that the kind of learning experiences have tended to be more of uh, 
an extension of high school learning as opposed to uh, high school students being um, you know helped to learn university uh, to, to have a university level learning experience some of a lot of these students have got into university expecting to continue learning the way that they were learning in high school industry professionals are of the idea that students coming from universities are now half-baked and not meeting the full needs of a practical job market mr kumlani maposa an executive at a local ngo says many students are academically gifted but lacking in social skills that they would need to make it in the job market. Generally, what I have noted with uh, most of our students is that there is the gap between uh, um, social intelligence and uh, academic intelligence. You know, some of them are doing well academically. If you check their transcript, they are doing well. I, I don't know whether it's because they are copying uh, is because they are getting assistance from fellow students or is because of uh, academic proficiency. Uh, but then they, have, they lack the, the concept of social intelligence because they can't relate what they learned as theori theoretical concepts into a praxis. So they can't relate it uh, practically and implement it. So you then find that when someone comes on internship generally, you have to spend about three to four months trying to teach them the practicalities of work. And you are talking of basic things that they should be knowing, they should be doing at their level, but they can't do those things. Uh, they can't relate with them. So I, I think that's where, to me, I find the, the, the biggest challenge currently being there, especially with most students that are, are, are on touch, attachment. And then also, secondly, if you look at our sector as civic society, we work with people. Uh, the generations that we are continuously having, they don't have people skills. So you find that general people skills are lacking. Uh, you know, they, they are more like introverts. They can't relate with the public because at civic society, our work is to relate with the public. You have to know how to deal with public. You have to have the social decorum of communicating with the public and the like. So you find that it's very, very much lacking. And I, don't, I, it's, I think it's missed from, from secondary school level. And then it then ex starts exhibiting itself now uh, at university kind of level. Then the third thing that I found that is a, a critical uh, gap is the whole concept of work ethic. Most of our young people do not have a work ethic. Uh, maybe it's because universities, you know, even the dressing is informal, you know, so they are, they, they are used just to informal things. So the language that they use at work, it's informal language. You know, you find someone uh, sending a message in a staff group, for instance, and say, hey, which I think is highly informal. They don't know how to communicate and relate formally. Career guidance specialist and mentor Zenanima Sogu agrees with Maposa saying many students leave university with a utopian idea of life and no survival skills whatsoever. I do agree that universities are missing it a bit when it comes to fully equipping students who come and attain an education for their particular career. 
we have students who are in university for four years and the only thing that they are concerned about most of the time is handing in their assignments, doing their projects and their social life. And unfortunately, a lot of them never consider going for financial literacy courses and the university doesn't offer the financial literacy courses. Um, the university doesn't offer coping, practical coping strategies for when you are searching for a job and you're failing to find a job. What do you do then? Because in my line of work, I come across a lot of young people who are failing to find jobs and are failing to cope with this unexpected outcome. Because most, and I would like to thank all students who go to tertiary uh, institutions and, and attain whatever education they're attaining, they are so hopeful that they're going to get a job straight after getting their certificate in hand, and which is not the way of life and it's not the practical thing that's happening currently in our country. Masugo also argues that career guidance counsellors are not used enough in Zimbabwe leading many youths to falling sideways when it comes to career choices. Medicine counsellors are not used as much as they should be, especially from Form 1 to Form 2, Form 4s and for upper 6s and lower 6s. Uh, because, you know, what people don't realise is that children change and they're influenced by different things, they experience different things at every stage of their lives. Every year of a form that they're in, brings in new things, they, they experience different um, experiences, they're influenced by different things, and they're, they're, they, they keep wondering, who am I? And that's the biggest question that most high school students face or ask themselves. They ask themselves, who am I? And the question of purpose is a question they always find themselves asking themselves because they may meet up with someone who inspires them and they'll ask themselves who am I they will have a, gu a guidance and counseling uh, talk once and there's no follow-up and that and yet they need that follow-up after having to have taken in what they've taken in they, they need that follow-up to go back and say I thought through what you shared and I have questions and a lot of times those questions are not are not answered. And um, I noticed one thing in government schools, which is a, the majority in our country, there isn't much guidance and counseling. When you find that there are guidance and counselors within the school, there are the teachers. And the one problem that I've, I've, I keep hearing from students is, you have a problem, you want to talk about the problem that you're facing, but the counsellor in the school is a teacher you don't go get along with, or they're afraid of that teacher, or they know that teacher to be someone who can't keep secrets, and that's a big dilemma that a lot of schools have. Meanwhile, those students who take the risk of staying within their field of study by volunteering or becoming graduate interns run the risk of exploitation leading to mental and physical health issues caused by poor working conditions as well. Tado Guiji, 
who works with young people to stimulate their innovation abilities at Youth for Innovation Trusts, explains some of the experiences young people are encountering. The high levels of unemployment that we have in the country has relegated young people to settling for the little that they can get from the skills that they have gained uh, in order to make a living or just to put food on the table. Most have unfortunately settled for graduate internships and some turned into workshop entrepreneurs for some reasons. And this means that the talent, the passion, and the academic knowledge that we have invested in as a country is lost because young people do not explore their potential to the fullest and they have their effort they do not have their efforts invested into fully and automatically this means that the education system in itself that we have in the country is not achieving its intended purpose but most importantly as a country if we are failing to invest in employment creation we are actually creating crime and we are contributing to corruption and as it is right now across the country and especially in Bulawayo there is a rise in the different crimes the crime rate is right is rising and so this is something that we need to be worrying about because it's costing us lives and most importantly it's costing us money as a country so we need to start thinking about job creation as a priority and ensuring that in all sectors of development, we take job creation very seriously. The failure by graduates to secure jobs within their fields of passion and or study is also leading them into depression, suicides, drug and other substance abuses. And this is now very common among young people who have studied and graduated from universities and institutions of higher learning. Young people, students in high schools, have go through a lot of challenges and changes that affect their mental health. And when their mental health is not okay, it affects how they make the decisions. Some choose to go to university as a way of running away from home. You hear a lot of students in Wulawai saying they want to go to Harare to use it. Some, a lot of them are saying it's because we want to take refuge somewhere else. They want to run away. And that is, you know, and you find that most, most university um, suicides, most national suicides are coming from university students, which is a problem. And you trace it back to say, okay, so this problem is coming from a, a point where this person has had a problem since high school, but has failed to get help. And the role of the guidance and counselors is to offer mental health support to students. And we don't have that many because there is no budget for it. And yet it is a vital and essential need, not a want, but a need for students. Zimbabwe's economic situation will definitely not change overnight. And this means that communities have to find solutions to the deteriorating education standards versus the ever-shrinking economy and job market. Do you have a story to tell about your life as an unemployed graduate? Please send us your story or comment to plus 263-713-288-278. That's plus 263-713-288-278.
288-278 or follow and tag us on Twitter at Amakosigazi FM or Amakosigazi Media on Facebook. Thank you for listening. This has been Spotlight, brought to you by Amakosigazi Media Network. My name is Bosi Bebe. Until next time, have a pleasant evening. <music>